And now, a Blaze Media podcast. So yesterday, I told you about peeps not being around, or the holiday peeps not being around this holiday. And now we find out that Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade will be virtual this year. And that's special. Thanksgiving Day Parade reimagined for the coronavirus pandemic. It's going to feature floats and performers and the giant balloons along a one-block stretch of 34th Street in front of the Macy's flagship Manhattan store. It'll be broadcast as usual. It will include both live and recorded elements. But under the unique challenges of these unparalleled times, we felt it was important to continue this cherished holiday tradition that has been the opening act for the holiday season for generations of families. Yes, it certainly will look different, but we just wanted to reimagine. I don't know about you. There's a couple of things I'm really sick of. Really sick of. One is I'm sick of having to reimagine everything. Really tired of that. And the other is I am sick of being angry. Why is it? I'm just, I need to, you know what I need to do? I need to reimagine my anger. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. As long as we're reimagining, let's reimagine life without pain. Pain is a key reason why people go to the doctor. Relief Factor was designed to help your body reduce pain. Reducing pain that's associated with aging, exercise, and, you know, everyday living. Physicians at a well-known clinic in the Pacific Northwest were asked by their patients to create a 100% drug-free supplement to help their bodies lower or eliminate pain. As a result of this research, four ingredients were combined together in one amazing product that is called Relief Factor. You can go to relieffactor.com for more information and get yourself started to reimagine your life without pain. Uh, That's what I did. Uh, I went to uh, Relief Factor and I started taking the Relief Factor and I realized, you know, my shoulder doesn't seem to hurt as much. You know, my elbow feels a little bit better. Hey, how about that knee issue you have? Sure, I still have that issue, but I don't have the whole lot of pain that I had before. Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com and get your three-week quick start right now for only $19.95. Relief Factor. Look, I screwed up and I took Relief Factor and started feeling better. And then I realized, hmm, I guess I don't really need it. And I ran out and I just said, "Mm, I'm feeling fine. Well, um, and then I started having the pain again in the shoulder, in the elbow, in the knee. And I realized, Hmm, what is different? What is different? Oh, I know. Uh, you ran out of relief factor. So I went back to relief factor again, relieffactor.com 1995 gets you started on the three week quick start. All right. It's like a dollar a day for the trial pack. 70% of the people who order the three week quick start go on to order more. I'm guessing you're going to be part of that 70%. It's 
Look, I thought it sounded like someone else in the news these days. Look, if you want to be out of pain, if you want to get your life back, if you want to reimagine your life without pain, the way to do that is to take Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com and get started with their three-week quick start for only $19.95. Relieffactor.com. Life without pain reimagined. Could be an ongoing theme, uh, that whole uh, whole reimagine your thing, because I'm tired of having to reimagine. I mean, of course, I get it. We have to, but I'm just tired of having to reimagine everything. You know, except for relief factor. I'm happy to reimagine my life without pain. I'll tell you that. So anyway, uh, yesterday I also see where China extends their tariff exemptions. It was such a big deal. And I thought, well, we're just going to extend tariff exemptions on what? Well, 16, a whole 16 U.S. products. Uh, yeah, they're, <laughs> that's right. They're going to extend existing tariff exemptions for 16 whole products from the United States. I mean, I guess that's good, right? Uh, you know, I mean, I guess that's them trying to say, see, we're not that bad. So they have a couple of lists. One includes fish meal for feed, shrimp and prawn seedlings and cancer drugs and the tariffs already imposed on these products are going to be refunded on list one. If you do business and have the products on list two, yeah, no, uh, those are not refundable. We're not giving you your money back. But from now on, we're going to extend no problem. So I'm looking at the list of these 16 items. <laughs> I hope it helps you. I hope that you are one of the people that this tariff exemption helps uh shrimp and prawn seedlings aster meal and pellets other pupura uh, except coarse powder and pellets we won't have any of that fish meal for feed lubricating oil uh, could be a fan grease uh, ring line insecticidal ring insecticidal nail polythion etc Okay. Uh, Decidabin, Florididine, Cyclophosphamide, Gifnitinib, Capexidabin, <laughs> Railterexid, Fluoridardabine Phosphate, Fluoride, Citartrabin, Hydrochloride, Gemsabine, Hydrochloroside, Isetinib, Hydrochloroside, if so, fam, I, I know I'm, I am, uh, I am definitely ruining all of these non ionic organic surfacant mineral oil with 70% lubricant lubricants containing no petroleum or oils from bituminous minerals, medical linear accelerator. Now that's list one. If you, if you were part of that deal, you get a refund on your tariff. All right. If you're on this list, uh, there's no refund. Whey for feed with a 2% to 7% by weight protein. All right, 76% to 88% lactose. Release agent, oil by weight and oil extracted from bitumen. Uh, isoparaffin solvent, and that's the one that has the early boiling point of 225 degrees 
flashpoint 92 degrees density 0.79 uh viscosity 3.57 uh so good there and a lubricating base oil product viscosity at 100 degrees celsius so i hope I hope on behalf of chewing the fat that you are someone that benefits from this because I feel like, and that's just me. I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like China's like, pick these and we'll be nice. All right. Now, if these have to do with different drugs that they're making, like they, like they claim great, great. I'm glad to hear it. But we shall see. We shall see. So remember Andrew Gillum, uh, former uh, Florida governor candidate and also a mayor of Tallahassee, Florida. I remember he got in trouble back in March. He found in a hotel room where it had been a drug overdose. And sure, sure, there were other men there one of whom was a gay sex worker sure there were all kinds of drugs found in the in the hotel room sure he claims he didn't have a sexual relationship with either man sure uh he was just let go get out of here sure there's all that sure he went to rehab you know after that after realizing that you know I know there was another man passed out and they were gay, man. There were drugs and there was too much alcohol and the pictures in the room showed up. I mean, the pictures were, it was a party. And he claims that he fell into a depression that led to his alcohol abuse after his race for governor that he lost and he fell into this great depression. And so that's why he went into, into rehab. Well, he was interviewed by Tamron Hall and Tamron has her new show. Uh, I don't, you know, who knows it's Tamron Hall show. It's syndicated for, I guess, CBS, uh, it's all over. It's Tamron Hall weekdays on CBS. Uh, okay. Congratulations, Tamron. I hope everything works out for you. Uh, I hope, I, I hope CBS is cleared cleared the outlets across the country for your show to air and she interviewed Andrew Gillum and uh, sure tomorrow for those of you listening live uh, today the 15th uh, of September 2020 sure tomorrow begins bisexual awareness week (laughs) like uh, of course of course it does Uh, Andrew Gillum told Tamron that, uh, well, he, something he never shared publicly before. And to be very honest with you, when you didn't ask the question, um, you put it out there is whether or not I identify as gay. And the answer is I don't identify as gay, but I do identify as bisexual. And that is something that I have never shared publicly before. Not sure what that really is supposed to mean, but good for you. Andrew, good for you. I know that that was hard to do. I know that she didn't even ask for it. (laughs) She didn't even ask for it. And yet she threw it out there because, you know, you were in this room with all these guys and there were drugs and booze and partying and evidence of of sexual encounters going on in the room. But that's it. (laughs) So, 
you know, there's no way that she, anybody would think that you were gay. And why would they think that when they, you could just admit that you were bisexual. So thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. Not sure what that gets him. Not sure what that gets him at all. And he tried to say, Hey, that doesn't lead to unfaithfulness. Oh, Oh, okay. So you're still trying to say that all the stuff that happened in the hotel room, you didn't have any sexual relations, but you do love women like your wife. And, you know, sure. I like guys. Sure. I mean, who doesn't, right? (laughs) That's why I was in the hotel room because I like guys, but I wouldn't have sex with them. Duh. Uh, Okay. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it. Uh, Good luck. God bless. Keep trying to reimagine your life now that you're no longer a mayor or gubernatorial candidate. So with everything going on in the world, when's the last time you thought to yourself, you know, I'm going to find somebody's house that I don't like, and I'm going to film myself going to the, well, you're not going to the bathroom, you're going to the driveway. Uh, Going not only number one, but number two live on your YouTube channel uh, to make some kind of point. Me too. I mean, every day I think about that. <laughs> so this uh, man who identifies himself as Mando on his uh, on his YouTube channel uh, creates, uh, you know, his in real life IRL live stream videos. Uh, that uh, he began after he became homeless six years ago. And he wanted to show the viewers the realities of living on the street as he traveled from city to city. Not that bad of an idea, really. But uh, over the recent uh, coronavirus-related lockdowns, his life was more and more difficult. And with businesses being closed, customers, uh, there were no customers and there were no bathrooms to use. So... As a result, uh, he created this video called Poopalosi. And be, so this is just a joke. <laughs> you know, just a joke. It was just a peaceful protest. Uh, you know, look, somebody said something, a commenter on my live stream about finding uh, Pelosi's house and doing a, you know, number two in her driveway. And uh, yeah, that's what I did. So if you can see the video, which is, you know, riveting, you know, need to see the video. The guy, uh, you know, finds Pelosi's house, or at least what's believed to be Nancy Pelosi's house, and sets up his camera across the street and then walks around in front of the driveway, in front of the garage for a few minutes, and then, you know, squats down. Um, And then as he exits the frame, he says, that was for President Trump. Now, he said in an interview that it was meant to be satire, but he's not really political. No, of course not. Of course not. But he supports Trump's accomplishments, and he's scared about the rising crime and the state of the country. So a guy that's been homeless for six years is scared about the rising crime and the state of the country. We're in deep trouble. (laughs) We are in deep, deep trouble. Uh, he, you know, then he immediately, uh, he apologized to Pelosi on Twitter saying, I I know you may not ever see this, but I want you to know I meant no foul harm yesterday when I did what I did. Not proud of it at all. I just would like for you to know that 
I have no ill will against you or anyone in an elected official's position. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Now, he said in this interview that I fear America is becoming one big burned down city. Uh, yeah, it's, it's starting to actually feel that way. And I know, I know all about feelings. I get it. I know that feelings aren't facts. You can, you know, you can almost quote me on that. Feelings aren't facts. And I, I don't want to bog you down with facts right now. And I mean that I'm not going to bog you down with facts. I'm going to bog you down with feelings. It feels like really America is becoming, uh, you know, one big burned down city. And I was thinking last night how we can stop what feels like civil war coming because they're laying the groundwork for not election day, but election week. We saw the headlines of Biden hiring all these lawyers. So he is going to contest the election if he loses. And, you know, so no matter what happens in this this election, it's not going to be pretty. Right. And they're already laying the groundwork for that. And it's just nobody wants a war on the streets. At least no one I know wants a war on the street. We see small battles raging all over the country. Right. All over the country. We see it every night. It's, it's hard to take. And so I, is there a way to stop it? Well, I know that it feels like no, but I think the only way to stop it would be Trump and or Biden wins the election in a landslide, right? So we know that if Trump wins in a landslide, it's for sure by, you know, it's not, people aren't going to be happy and they're going to be, you know, wanting to, you know, burn the streets, right? But if Trump wins in a landslide and Joe Biden then concedes and says, this is what America is. I concede president Trump beat me. We need to, you know, we need to build back better his plan. And we need to do that with president Trump now more than ever. And, you know, we need to uh, get ready for the next election four years from now when president Trump can't run. If he does that, even within the first week or after the first week, I think we save, I think we save the country from a, a civil war. And then we need to, you know, then we need to get back to law and order, right? If there, if they aren't have, there isn't peaceful protests, but actual rioting that needs to be shut down. I think that's the only way I, you know, <laughs> do I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm, I'm getting really serious and I shouldn't be. But this is what got me thinking. I'm reading about Pupilosi, and this is what I'm thinking about. So, it's just where I'm at these days. I know feelings. I get it. I know, you know, like Cynthia Nixon all wound up about J.K. Rowling talking about, uh, you know, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Oh, the horror. And Cynthia Nixon, uh, she said in an interview, um, well... J.K. Rowling's comments on transgender identity were really painful for her transgender son, who was a fan of the Harry Potter books. Oh, 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 okay. It was really painful for him. Was it? Okay. So her comments, a man is a man and a woman is a woman, 
was really painful for her son. Perhaps you should have a little talk with your son. But yeah, you know, I digress. Anyway, I know feelings. I got it. So I, you know, again, I, you know, Pupalosi uh, got me thinking about streets and burning, and then how to stop it. And I, th- I think that's the only way, right? I think that's the only way. I think Biden and Harris, or you know, the Harris, you know, Harris Biden administration that's what she called it yesterday and then she caught herself really funny but uh i mean we all know that that's going to be true anyway i just feel like that's what needs to happen right we need to hope and pray and think good thoughts or whatever it is you do to make you feel better we need to make that the actual strong thoughts around the country that that happens so that we don't actually break into some kind of war on the streets because I would say an overwhelming amount of people, maybe not everyone, but an overwhelming amount of people don't want that. <laughs> I, I mean, raise your hand. I raised my hand. I do, I do not want that. Okay. I do not want that. And that's why, uh, you know, if you don't want it, you should subscribe to Chewing the Fat. You know what? Even though I disagree with you, even if you want to fight in the streets, you still should subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Duh. Uh, just pick a platform. Choose a platform that you like. There's plenty of them. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, plenty more out there that uh, Chewing the Fat is available on. Just subscribe. Take that platform and go, oh, I like that platform. Chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Subscribe, subscribe. And then you'll, you know, you get updated every day when the, when the new show uploads. So, or downloads or, you know, shows up, whatever it does on your particular platform. When it shows up, you'll be alerted. It's just that simple. Let's go to the break room. I need a cold drink of refreshing fluid from the company that makes other Coca-Cola products. <laughs> yes, I know it's Coke Zero. Shut up. <laughs> So good. So good. So as long as we're here in the break room, we've got uh, a couple headlines of what's going on around the world. Steve Cohen, the billionaire hedge fund manager, has agreed to buy the New York Mets for a reported $2.4 billion. Well, I'm sorry, $2.4 plus billion, which is a record for a North American sports franchise, which may be the reason that... uh, J-Lo and A-Rod didn't get in. Just a thought, though. (laughs) Uh, President Trump said he'd be open to podcast host Joe Rogan moderating a four-hour debate with Joe Biden. Joe don't want none of that. Uh, That's not going to happen. There's no way. It's just not going to happen. I did see on Twitter, and I forgot who tweeted it, but uh, apparently Joe has agreed to uh, a four-hour nap with President Trump. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's no way. Four hours uh, with uh, Joe Rogan and Donald Trump and Joe Biden. 
No way Joe puts up. Not a chance that happens. YouTube launched a TikTok rival uh, in India called Shorts. Remember, India banned TikTok a while ago, and now we've got, you know, TikTok uh, being co-owned here in the U.S. And so, you know, Instagram has reels, and apparently YouTube launched uh, Shorts in India, so... We'll see what comes of that. And a new report reveals the potential for alien life on Venus. Ain't not so fast. It's just, uh, they believe it's noxious gas. And uh, my favorite quote is, no matter what, this detection is just the beginning of a long journey into discovering more about Venus and its potential for habitability. Right now, there's no definitive answer. There may never be. As they say, Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. We've got pretty good evidence, but I wouldn't say it's extraordinary yet. So not so fast. Uh, maybe we don't have uh, maybe we don't have uh, extraordinary evidence. And uh, congratulations to uh, BNSF Railroad, uh, as if uh, they aren't on the cutting edge of things. The railroad names the first female CEO. Of a U.S. railroad. That's a man's job. The railroad is for men. Well, not so fast. Not so fast. Uh, don't forget, uh, this is a BNSF is a unit of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. Remember, he bought that a while ago for a lot of money. And that's exactly when they were shipping, and they still are, right? Shipping, uh, shipping oil and natural gas out of the north. Because the pipelines are so evil. Oh, we still have to use that railway? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Catherine Farmer, the new CEO of BNSF Railroad. Congratulations. Congratulations. And uh, Dancing with Stars uh, fired it back up last night. I'm sure that you watched it. I mean, if you're listening to this show live, you did nothing but watch Dancing with the Stars. Right? Right. Well, during the broadcast, one of the commercials that aired in uh, Tampa, you know, before we talk about that, I mean, it's really cool how they do this. And we've been doing this in radio for a while now, right? So you had uh, different ads at the same time playing at different places around the country. And they're talking about now how commercials are going to be, you know, they're trying to reimagine how advertising is going to work in the uh you know the future of streaming well hello it's already working for a lot of places uh just figure it out like in this story they talk about imagine you or your next door neighbor are watching the same show at the same time but you see an ad from apple and your neighbor gets an ad for samsung well that happens right now on my phone i don't know why it doesn't happen on my television and i I, you know i believe that it does to be honest with you but maybe it doesn't I will say we talked a little bit about YouTube TV. I was surprised that they don't update your saved programs. So if I save a program into, I don't know, whatever they call it, uh, you know, into your, into your, into your file, that's not what they call it. But, uh, if I save it, I go back and watch it. I'm watching the commercials that were plugged in at the time I saved it. That's dumb. YouTube TV has got to be losing money on that that's just it just is i mean sure there's generic ones but if i have a dated commercial for my company 
that gets saved those that's got to go away right maybe you make the deal that it's a generic one that takes its place unless it's a specific ad campaign but to have a specific ad campaign that's outdated saved on my streaming device that's uh it can't be that's got to be a money uh money losing program for them uh, and they also talk about, uh, you know, they talk about how they're trying to cram more brands in and 70% of the national TV ads are 15 seconds. We've talked about that before. And they talked about how NBC introduced prime pods, which is a 60 second advertising unit for NBC's primetime shows. Yeah. The prime pod, but you know, AMC, uh, they've been doing, I mean, they've, they've, uh, been doing that for a while and AMC has done a thing where they give you a, uh, a promo inside of their, inside of their time, right? They give you a minute or a minute and a half promo of something for them and it's their time. And then they do the, the network break, which goes to whatever, you know, break away and you do your ads and come back. But I mean, that's something radio has been doing for a long time. And the specific time zones, I mean, radio has been doing that for quite some time. Uh, I know this is a podcast, so you're able to listen to it wherever you're at in the world. And thank you. And don't forget to subscribe if you're not, if you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber, uh, you know, become a subscription freeloader instead of just a freeloader, wherever you're listening to this for free, uh, get over yourself and subscribe. Thank you. Now, uh, but radio has been doing it for a while, network radio anyway, so that you, you know, in the same time, in the same minute, you have, uh, specific commercials playing around the country, right? So you have maybe four or five or six. I I don't know what their breakup of the country is now. It could be every state, uh, is playing a different commercial. So I'm selling the same minute to how many ever, how many ever, uh, cutups we have, right? So I can have a commercial that plays everywhere. I can have a commercial that plays in, you know, area one and, and then area two has another commercial that plays at the same time in their area. So, I mean, I don't know why television is thinking that's some big, Ooh, great thing. And then they talk about uh, NBC and Disney and Warner and Warner Media are experimenting with a format that's called pause ad. And they talk about when you pause a video, a sponsored overlay appears on the screen. Well, I think that's you know okay, cool. I'm all right with that. So what? Right? I've paused what I'm watching. So when I go back to play, I want the ad to go away. I don't want I don't want your ad to stick up there for another ten seconds push play and that's what's going to happen right you're going to have the pause time and then the added play time which it's probably a good idea if i'm the sales part right so you come back to your show you can pause it any time we're not telling you you can't pause it <laughs> but when you pause it you're going to see an ad and then when you come back and push play you're going to get a quick 10 second reminder of what's been on pause for however long you've put on pause right so and that will go back to remember some companies when you pause it right you can leave it you can time it and you pause and then it just goes away right or if you pause it which really ticks me off on some of the cable i don't i don't have a specific cable company anymore for television for network uh, things but you know i used to if you pause it 
and you go into the next hour, if I pause something and it goes, like I pause something at say 8.45 PM and it, then, the, then I come back to it at 9.15 PM, 30 minutes later, right? So I push play and it will continue to play. But unless I've, and it will continue to play and it will go into, you know, we'll play what, what I, you know, what's aired between that time. But unless I have recorded the next hour, when it gets to the end of the show that was on pause, it goes back to being whatever is live at 9.15 or 9.30 or 9.45, whenever you watch that 30 minutes of time. So you don't get to see what was paused afterward. Right? Am I making sense? I know, probably not. Probably not. So anyway, Dancing with Stars. And uh, they had Carol Baskin on, who the reviews were, uh, you know, that she was, you know, horrible. And she said that she was not. She was doing it for fun, right? And she wants to promote her, you know, her big cat rescue. And I get all that. And she, this is her time, right? She got 15 minutes of fame, thanks to Tiger King and March. So she's... Uh, you know, she's picking it up and okay, so fine. And she, you know, she didn't look comfortable dancing and they gave her a bad review and she probably is not going to hang around long. But during the show in Tampa and in Jacksonville, as well as some other markets, the family of her husband, who is believed to be dead, Don Lewis, who, you know, is believed to be dead. But remember in Tiger King, they alleged that she murdered him and that, uh, you know, she had him pronounced dead so she could get married again and take over the, uh, the uh, uh, Big Cat Rescue. And nobody has seen him and they don't know if he fled to Costa Rica or what, right? So the family of Don Lewis, because of this, airs a separate ad reigniting the controversy. I'm Gail, one of Don Lewis's daughters. We are a real family, and to us, he was daddy. I'm Linda, one of Don Lewis's daughters, and we miss our dad. Oh, no I'm kidding. Donna, I'm Don Lewis's oldest daughter. Hey, Donna. We need to know what happened to our father. I'm Ann, Don's former assistant. All we're asking is justice for Don. Drug out the assistant? Don Lewis mysteriously disappeared in 1997. His family deserves answers. They deserve justice. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? A $100,000 reward has been funded. Nice. You can call the tip line at 646-450-6530. Or call our office at 800 Litigate. Thank you. Wow, nice. Right? hundred grand. Now, don't forget, uh, during Tiger King, I mean, they allege that uh, she killed him, fed him to the tigers, put him in the meat grinder. I mean, <laughs> Joe Exotic accused her of all kinds of things, right? So, is we ever going to find him? I don't know. I mean, I guess I feel sorry for the kids. And they brought out the assistant. Whoa. So, uh, you know, I, I realize they want to know what happened to their dad. I got it. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not... I'm not disheartened to their point on trying to find out what happened to their dad. But there's been enough time now. Perhaps it's time to reimagine your life without
long as we're reimagining, that's the uh, theme for today's show. Uh, it's Fashion Week, but it has been reimagined, of course. It's, you know, pretty much all virtual. Um, and there's plenty of, uh, plenty of, they're reimagining how they're showing it to you. So they've got a new platform from uh, Runway 360 that they're using as from the Council of Fashion Designers of America. Why am I not on this council? The uh, CFDA. I am fashion. I should be on the Council of Fashion Designers of America. So it is Fashion Week, but it's been reimagined. And there are plenty of designers, you know, there's plenty of designers there that are offering digital activations on the Runway 360. But there's also uh, plenty of designers that have opted out of Fashion Week. Oscar de la Renta, Ralph Lauren, Michael Coors, uh, Tony Birch. There's plenty who have decided to show later in the year or in a different format. Obviously, they want to, uh, you know, say that, hey, uh, you know, things are going to get better. And sure, I can't get all my... All my uh, all my stuff from different countries, and we're trying to get stuff from Italy, and I can't get all the fabrics from here, and I can't get stuff from here. But it's gonna get better, and when it does, we'll still we'll bring you you know special stuff. Oh, okay. Well, Louis Vuitton is still putting out stuff. I mean, Louis's putting out his luxury mask. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a face shield. Uh, okay. That's only $961, and it is darn cute. It is darn cute, and it's only $961, so don't worry about it, okay? It's fine. My wife has been making, for some reason, she's hot on making these masks, and they're nice, and I, and I know what it is. See, her and my daughter got a new sewing machine, and they're busy you know, practicing sewing and creating. My daughter wanted to learn how to sew, so she's been practicing, so they've been making these masks. Now... Don't forget that you can get the uh, you can get masks for about a hundred and seventy bucks from Burberry, uh, and I'm sorry, did I say a hundred and seventy? Uh, I apologize. It's only a hundred and fifteen dollars. Burberry, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to overcharge people for your mask. The Burberry ones are kind of cute, and I like and I like their products, but. You know, am I spending 115 bucks on a mask? Let alone uh, 961 on a shield? Pretty hard pressed for that. But, but, I am willing to reimagine how I cover my face in this time of pandemic and this time of struggle and this time of mandates where you have to wear a mask. And I really don't know if the shield is going to work as just if you're good with a shield, right? It's kind of cute. I don't know if anybody's going to say anything to you, but the Ralph or the uh, Louis Vuitton shield doesn't look like it's a good enough face covering without an actual mask around your face. So maybe you get the Louis Vuitton mask as well as the face shield because the face shield can double up as a little hat too kind of you know pops up over your head uh, and you know i'm just trying to reimagine because <laughs> that's the that's the theme of today <laughs> man i 
there's nothing I want to I want to do more than reimagine because I we're all and it's I can't why wouldn't you want to reimagine so get out there and get your mask on and reimagine your life okay because that's what we're all doing in today's world and never mind that scientist from China that says she's got proof that it was made in the Wuhan lab <laughs> wow bad people will believe anything they will just reimagine anything download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts all right as i mentioned the scientist that uh the world is talking about now or that made the rounds late last night dr uh, li meng yang or li meng yan is a scientist who was working at the Hong Kong School of Public Health. She, you know, is being called a, a whistleblower on the Chinese government. And she knew, uh, she's saying that they knew about the spread of coronavirus before publicly acknowledging the outbreak. She's saying she has proof that it was uh, made in the Wuhan lab. And, you know, I mean, that's what we already knew that, really, right? I mean, maybe we didn't know it as a fact. And I don't want to get bogged down in facts, but, uh, you know, I, I, we knew that, right? I mean, what we, what we want to know is if it was spread on purpose, right? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that we will ever know that or if it's actually true. Right? We, I mean, we knew, yeah, it came from Wuhan, duh. Does anyone believe that uh, China only has 80-some thousand people with coronavirus and, you know, of few thousand deaths no we made jokes of it for weeks here on chewing the fat that other countries were going up uh exponentially 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 whatever you know they were going up a lot and uh china was not i mean it was a joke i mean nobody believes it so i don't know that it's any great thing you know i okay We know that uh, AstraZeneca resumed their COVID-19 vaccine trials. They put them on pause. Remember, somebody got sick and they said, hey, hey, it's a regular thing. It happens during these trials. So that's why we paused it. We're not stopping it. We're going to look into it, see what happens, check out all the variables. And now they're resuming the study. So that's good news, right? And it also makes me feel better. Like we talked about when it happened, when they paused it, it makes me feel better about the vaccine. Because, uh, you know, they're actually following some protocols uh, instead of fast-tracking everything. So that, you know, makes me feel a little bit better there. We got a study from uh, Kaiser that's published in the uh, Annals of Internal Medicine. Who doesn't read that? I mean, I I usually wait for the online version. But for some reason, uh, the Postal Service (laughs) delivered it faster than online. No, really. Anyway, they sh- it showed that obesity is especially dangerous for men and younger patients who contract COVID-19 and that obesity stood out from racial, ethnic, or socioeconomic disparities when isolated from those factors. Wow. And the risk was most striking among those aged 60 years or younger and men. Wow. So, I mean, we, look, we, this is, again, we've talked about, you have to make your decisions. This is America. You need to have some personal responsibility. 
If you're within these windows that they're starting to show are the high-risk patients, then you need to have some responsibility. The rest of the country needs to open up, right? We also saw a study that talked about adults who tested positive for coronavirus were twice as likely to have dined at a restaurant within a two-week period prior to becoming sick. Wow. Now, that's according to a study from the CDC. I know. Now, it was a small study. It said that they looked at 314 adults who showed symptoms of COVID-19 and had sought testing at one of 11 facilities across 10 states in the month of July. All right. 154 tested positive, while 160 tested negative and served as the control group. Participants were asked questions such as how often they had worn face coverings in public and where they had gone two weeks prior to having shown symptoms. 71% of the people who tested positive said they had always worn face coverings in public compared with 74% in the controlled group. And the study found that both positive and negative cases reported going to gyms, hair salons, shops, and in-home group gatherings at about the same rate. But the positive cases were twice as likely to report dining out at restaurants within the 14-day period before feeling sick. I mean, okay. All right. They talk about uh, they've linked that or trying to link that to air circulation, direction, ventilation, intensity, airflow. They don't really know really is what they're trying to tell you. But okay. They tested those also who tested positive were more likely to have been in close contact with someone known to have COVID-19. 42% compared with 14% in the control group. So, uh, you know, that contact tracing, that will be, those numbers are going to start getting more and more to make people wear the contact tracing apps. And it's going to be, oh, you've had COVID-19. We're not saying that you have to have any kind of tattoo or anything, but. Why don't you wear the scarlet letter and I'll let people know, okay? Just so that we're safe, okay? You know what? Instead, I'll tell you what you do. You, by law, since you have had COVID-19, have to wear this mask. And this mask says, I have had COVID-19. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, as stupid as that sounds, would it surprise you? No. Why wouldn't it surprise you? Because we've got to reimagine the way everything is. Whatever you thought before is wrong. Okay? Reimagine everything. Everything. Reimagine it. All right? Like, for instance, I got an email to Chewing the Fat with the million-dollar idea. Now, I would say this is not a million-dollar idea. I know. I usually am a big fan. I I mean, I am a big fan of million-dollar ideas. But according to this email, to ChewingTheFatAtTheBlaze.com, saying they just finished the podcast, and uh, the email says, first of all, funny, I get it, if peeps are going away for a while, start making small chocolate chicks and call them poops. <laughs> I will say, uh, you know, and he got you know, the emailer. I don't know if it's a he or she uh, says, uh, you know, since they're brown, and uh, he says you're welcome. 
or I did it again. I don't know if it's a he or she. I apologize. I don't know how they identify. I I don't want to hurt your feelings. Thank you for the email. Thank you for your million dollar idea. I disagree that it's a million dollar idea. Funny, but not a million dollar idea. But I do like the idea of how you are starting to reimagine everything because that is where we're at. I want everything, everything reimagined, okay? I'd like to thank this emailer, and I don't know who did it, but good for you, okay? Uh, Brahms was sent an email on behalf of Chewing the Fat. <laughs> oh, he's hiding. it is Rusty down here at the bottom. Thank you, Rusty. Thank you. I didn't see Rusty down here at the bottom at the, at the, when I first opened up this email. Uh, the email is sent uh, to store number 152 in uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Please go back to the Heinz ketchup you were using. The French non-GMO, no high fructose corn syrup ketchup is garbage. Don't cave to the bleeding heart to validate eating a four cheeseburger because their ketchup packet has no high fructose corn syrup. You're better than this. Stay strong. Sincerely, the Heinz Ketchup Sheriff Jeff Fisher. Now, I mean, I don't know that they, I like them impersonating me, but thank you. And on behalf of my Heinz Ketchup Sheriff World Studio office you know uh thank you and you know feel free to do it if it's true i'm all good with it now brahms replied which i think is awesome thank you for your email at brahms we strive to offer only the highest quality products to our customers so we appreciate hearing your comments and concerns i have forwarded your comments to our plant manager at the brahms family farm in tuttle oklahoma for his review Please remember that all Brahms products are 100% guaranteed. So if you're not satisfied with the product for any reason, simply return the unused portion accompanied by the receipt and we'll gladly refund your purchase or offer a full product exchange. Thank you for allowing us to serve you and we hope that you will continue to visit the Brahms ice cream and dairy store near you. Now, that does seem like a generic return reply email, but good for them. I like it. They responded, and we'll see what happens. And maybe, maybe Brahms will, you know, pick up the pace a little bit and get back to Heinz, because how can an American company like that from Oklahoma not have Heinz ketchup? That's damn near un-American. I mean, Brahms reimagine your stores with Heinz ketchup. Am I right? You're darn right I'm right. 